Oh my god. Do you that think people can hear that? Horrible. I heard that clearly. <laughs> I hate that. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Madison. And this is Molly. And welcome to Skip, Skip Intro. Intro. <laughs> um, today we're talking about the show You. With uh, Penn Badgley. And Shay Mitchell. I don't really yeah. know anyone else. In. And then the girl that plays Gwendolyn. <laughs> and uh, spoiler alert, I guess. I guess spoiler alert in general for this whole episode. Um, and John Stamos. Uncle oh, Jesse. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeping it good, man. He looks good. He does look good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you want to give a brief summary? Yeah. Of the show? So... Uh, how many episodes is it? Ten? Yeah, I think so. About ten. So it's it's pretty much a classic stalker show. Um, Penn Badgley plays <laughs> Joe, who's the main character. And he works in a bookstore. And he stalks this girl, Gwendolyn, who goes by Beck. Guinevere. And, oh, Guinevere. Guinevere. Oh, my God. Thank you. I mm. literally would have said Gwendolyn the whole time. <laughs> uh, Guinevere. She goes by Beck because that's her last name. And she cool like that. Ugh, I hate her. She's not cool. <laughs> Um, but she's like a struggling writer in New York City. Poet. Or I guess she does, does she do short? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. All right. Writer. A struggling writer in New York City. Um, she's friends with this circle of very, very wealthy, like cool it girls that Mm. have a lot of Instagram followers in the show, but she kind of like can't really keep up. And it's just about the drama, um, of Joe stalking her. And it's kind of this like a love versus you know unhealthy stalking situation where sometimes they play it like it's from joe's perspective and it's all out of love Mm -hmm. um but really it's not you know spoiler (laughs) alert she dies he kills her he kills a lot of people what (laughs) (laughs) um and you know i didn't love it it's not a great show and during this podcast i'll tell you why (laughs) and yeah and i just thought it's so funny that Molly really doesn't like this show. I'm kind of, you know, I don't hate it. I don't think I dislike it as much as you do. But I'm not like everybody on social media that they're crazy about it. Yeah, I guess I should, we should start by like, this show was getting so much hype online. Yeah, it really was. I think I read somewhere, we don't have a fact checker, so nobody fact check me on this, <laughs> but I was reading somewhere that this is like one of Netflix like most watched shows. Yeah. Like, well, ever. now, so the show came out on Lifetime and oh, Netflix picked it that. up for the second season. Oh, okay. I didn't so it was te- that. Yeah. So it was technically like, a, it was a Lifetime show. Mm-hmm. Netflix brought it on. You know how they do that for mm-hmm. <laughs> throwback to episode one, Gilmore Girls, you know? <laughs> so... But now Netflix is taking it for a second season. So okay. it'll be an official Netflix original. I don't even think I'm going to watch the second season in all <laughs> honesty. But so like this show is getting so much hype and, you know, it's fiction and it's like mm-hmm. the stalker show and it has a lot of famous people in it. And I described it before I saw it as like a um, like a murderous gossip girl type show. OK, <laughs> I saw this hilarious tweet where when joe can't find beck when they're dating and Uh someone was like why didn't he just check gossip girl (laughs) oh my god it's so true like there's so many it seems like there's so many crossovers Mm -hmm. wait also i have to say this at some point that one of my favorite memes of all time (laughs) is is like this it's this cop pulling this guy over it's just a picture Mm -hmm. and the cop's like 
sir, you are going over the speed limit. Like, can I have your name and registration? Mm-hmm. And it's like the dude's just like looking at the cop and his like badge and the cop's pen. Yeah. Is, like emphasized. And the dude's like, uh, pen badgley. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like how the fuck pen badgley got his name. Wow. I have to find it. It's a really funny. That meme. sounds really funny. It's just like one picture, but it cracks me up every single time. That's just like what t- kind of name is pen badgley? That's true. I don't think it's very unique. I feel, and also, Penn Badgley was, I feel like he was the Michael Sarah. You know, they say Michael Sarah didn't want to be an actor. He accidentally stumbled into an audition. audition. I did not know that. Oh, that's just like, I don't know. Shout out to Tumblr people. That's always <laughs> like the meme I see where it's. Shout out to Madison's friends on Tumblr. <laughs> Hope you're listening. <laughs> My followers. All 10 of you. But. Yeah, so Michael Sarah's not a real actor. He just stumbled into mm-hmm. an audition, and they said, hey, yeah, you're hired. He was just, oh, okay, yeah. here I am. Because he just acts like himself all the time in movies. But So Penn Badgley didn't like being on Gossip Girl from what I recall back in 2000, the 2000s. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting that this is the project that he decided to sort of jump into. Because it's so similar to gossip girl yeah but i feel maybe so i wonder i wonder what the intrigue was to because if he didn't like gossip girl why is he doing a pretty similar show yeah yeah like honestly i don't really like him um like he does nothing for me as Mm. an actor like i don't hate him i don't like him i don't know he's just kind of there i think he just Mm. is like a pretty boy he's in a band that still does nothing to me (laughs) but um he, I don't know. The show is... What did you dislike about it the most? What, if you had to pick the one thing to su- to say why you dislike the show so much, okay. what would it be? Just one thing. Okay, yeah, here we go. That's a good question. So I went into it with all this hype around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my husband and I watched it together because I was honestly convinced it was going to be like a really cool show and there was going to be something different about this version of the stalker narrative. Yes. And I watched the whole thing in like a few days and each episode's like an hour. Like, yeah, this like these are not like it's kind of a commitment. Yeah. And the thing that I like the least about the show I guess that destroyed it for me is that it's no different than any other stalker show. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted it to be this kind like I wanted it to throw the narrative on its head. I wanted mm-hmm. Beck, the main female to like secretly know what was going on. That yeah. She was being stalked. I wanted peach um, Salinger possibly the, related to JD. We have to like this. Is, we have to unpack this later. That's a fucking <laughs> joke. But um, who's played by Shay Mitchell. I wanted her yeah. and Beck to kind of like, like like figure out what's going on with joe and Mm -hmm. then do like a cat like a reverse cat and mouse kind of thing Mm. like i wanted it to be like funner and more playful yeah and instead it's just like literally the main character joe just killing people every episode the whole season and then the last episode he just traps and kills beck like yeah matt and i had predicted all of these different ways for it to go when we were Mm -hmm. about halfway through Mm -hmm. we were like "Ooh, i think this is going to be the twist yeah i think this is going to be the twist and there was no twist which i guess sometimes Mm. is like oh that's kind of intriguing it was not intriguing to me Mm -hmm. like it was just like i don't know i just found it really really boring all in all and i was very disappointed so to sum it up 
storyline or lack of surprise. Yeah, it's just like if if it felt very um like a like beginner. Like it just mm-hmm. felt like if I was going to write a stalker narrative, oh, boy stalks girl. Okay. Like girl is blissfully unaware. Like girl gets hurt in the process. Mm-hmm. Boy gets away with it. Yeah. It's just like, it's such like all the tropes were just so obvious. Yeah. I guess I do see your point there. I guess if I had to summarize why I like you in Aww, one, in one you. way, not, not you. <laughs> I can't summarize Molly and why I like her in one word. <laughs> That's impossible. But to describe the show, you in one word, I like the message if you just watching it, what I kind of got, and maybe this is why Penn Badgley liked it, was it's very much like, watch what you're doing on social media. Oh, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are unaware of how easy it is to distract somebody based off of social media and put a, put a password on your iCloud. Simple yeah. things. I mean, I agree, but I just like, and I hate to sound obvious about this at all, but like it was just it just got kind of exhausting to me, like watching the girl kind of be blamed, like because as an audience member, you're like, come on, Beck, what are you doing? Yeah. And I just started to feel like like, I don't know, we all do like dumb shit like that. Yeah. So like I just felt kind of stale. Mm-hmm. Like Joe's literally like multiple times just like masturbating in the bushes to like random ass things i mean it's new york city <laughs> true but it's just like i was like ugh, i don't know you know i guess i definitely see where you're coming from but i don't know there was just something i don't know why i kept watching like at one point i i did kind of want i did want to stop because <laughs> i don't know you did she told me she was yeah i texted <laughs> i think i texted you and i said i don't think i'm gonna finish yeah. this just because uh, knowing that kind of where it was headed i it, i gave me hope so for the, most of the show it's all it, joe's inner monologues so we hear everything what he's thinking his process it's a very shallow version of say sherlock when he's like solving something mm-hmm. and so there is one episode where they flip it right and it's beck's inner monologue I liked that, one. that i liked that and i thought this is where a twist will happen Mm -hmm. where she's sort of putting things together, but she didn't. And it was, I mean, I still liked the episode, but I think, I guess I just kept watching because I wondered how will this, how will this possibly end? Yeah. definitely. So I also wonder, so Joe gets away with a lot of (laughs) murder. Yeah. And also keep in mind, I was watching this, at the <laughs> like the same time as the Ted Bundy tapes, you you were watching that too. Mm-hmm. Oh my! So God. it was sort of like I watched an episode of you, went to the Ted Bundy tapes, then like two episodes so of like, you, and then oh, Ted Bundy. Oh, this is fiction. Oh, this is real. Yeah. So it was really interesting to <laughs> go back with, between those two. But so wait, are you all right? <laughs> um, no. I live in fear every day. <laughs> But so at one, so Joe murders, I guess, Bex. Uh, Who was the first one? Uh, Benji. So he's yeah. like 
her like on and again off again fling mm-hmm. he's like a friends with benefits boy. and obviously doesn't want to be in a relationship with her like it's purely physical yeah he's like a sh- he's like a really shitty dude this yeah guy benji benji so there's him peach who is uh beck's best frenemy yeah. and possibly related to jd salinger yeah. which is kind of insulting to jd salinger but whatever yeah. and she is in love with Beck yeah. and has all these creepy photos of her so when she's, she's like naked. they have this thing where like she's like a low-key stalker yeah of Beck as well mm. which like oh everybody loves Beck mm. uh yeah <laughs> and I don't love her but so who else oh and then he there's this other subplot line with his neighbor oh, yeah, yeah. and they have domestic issues and she has a son named Paco and he ends up killing the abusive boyfriend Joe does Joe sorry yeah not Paco the, Joe and that whole thing is so unhealthy because during this during the show yeah th- there's this undercurrent of Joe like low-key being a good guy to his like I guess 10 or 11 year old neighbor mm-hmm. who's like his mom's getting beaten up by her boyfriend and his mom's on drugs and it's just this obviously horrible situation and Joe is kind of the shining light in it where Joe gives his little kid neighbor books and he buys him food and he kind of tries to be this like role model ironically. And then at the very end, um, when Beck is trapped in this basement and Joe is like about to kill her, a circumstance like uh, the series of events happens and Paco, the neighbor, comes in this little kid. He sees Beck crying and Beck says, I'm in danger. Help me. I'm about to die. Oh, yeah. And, and this Paco is after just, this is after Joe has killed the boyfriend yeah. and is like, I will take care of it. Yeah. So this narrative we're setting up is a little complicated. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> yeah. if you have seen it. You'll know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. But so how I read that is like Paco's like Paco's now fucked up. Like, Paco is now brought, like... The cycle of violence yes. will repeat itself yes. in California. Oh, a spinoff! Paco in California. I thought the spinoff Jeff Joe's in California. Oh. I mean, I mean the second season. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I might be making that up, but I'm, like, 50-50. No, that sounds kind of sure. familiar from what I was reading. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, like... So then Paco is now this kind of, like... He has the same skewed, like, judgment, too, because yes. Joe was saying he was a bad guy. Some people deserve to die. Yes. Is the basic summary of his explanation to killing. And now Paco is looking up to a guy, Joe, who has killed a people psycho. and is a psychopath. So it's kind of this whole, like, the child thinks he's looking up to someone who's saving him, but really he's looking up mm. to this psychopath. And, I mean, one can say... I will say that Paco <laughs> choosing not to intervene at the end, you know, helped mm-hmm. Joe kill Beck. Yeah. Like Joe killed Beck because Joe is crazy, but Paco, it was partially Paco's fault in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think also Paco thought that Beck was talking about that was talking about the boyfriend. So when Paco hears her yelling, saying he's crazy, he's a murderer. Paco's thinking oh she knows like what happened and doesn't and that's why doesn't want to let her out because he's he's fearful of Joe tried to help me yeah and she'll expose him so I'm just gonna close this door and not help her I didn't even think of that that's what I that or who knows if that 
is actually no, what it's it a is. Good but point. I mean, maybe it's a little mixture of both, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying Paco's evil. Like, I don't think like children are evil or anything, but like, uh, it 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 was just this interesting thing of like who you look up to mm-hmm. is is like complex yeah you know i don't know and yeah just the cycle of this violence and like psychopathic tendencies yeah. like just continued yeah sort of going back to beck and how everyone's in love with her in this show yeah so I thought it was funny, but it's also, this is funny, but also kind of an interesting observation I had when, so Scott, my boyfriend, when he was, he he didn't watch it in its entirety and only saw the little parts that when I was watching and he was around. Uh-huh. So he was literally like plopped into like maybe like episode six and then near the end. So nine or 10. Mm-hmm. So when he first saw Beck, he said, is this the girl that everyone's supposed to be obsessed with? Because I gave him a general who's, a, who's dating her, who's obsessed with her. So Pe- like the peach and Joe situation. And he was like, um, I don't think, I don't get it. She's not that special. And then I was in my head. I'm thinking, yeah, you're, you're not wrong. But then after he watched a little bit more and then popped in on like maybe the last episode, he he was suddenly changed his mind and was saying that she thought that she was super attractive and beautiful. So I was <laughs> like, where did the change come from? What? Wait, I just wish I watched this play out. So I'm just picturing Scott walking by and going, oh, she's not great. And then like a week later, him walking by and going like, oh, wooga, look at that babe. <laughs> and <laughs> like, what context is, he, is this happening in? Um, It was literally like, I know one. I know one time he was taking a shower and I was watching the show, and then he came out from the shower, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, and then it was like, oh, that's Beck. I don't know how the second time was. Maybe it was. It was definitely a different day. Also, Scott's not very. He, he his memory isn't great, so he might have thought it was two different girls. I don't know. That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like. I feel like with all, I'm just so jaded for no reason. Well, I mean, it is for a reason. Like how everyone just casts the same person. Mm. You know, it's different person, same person. Yeah. Like, oh, just another like trope about like a blonde girl. Like, oh, I'm not a big city girl and I'm just a normal, you know, yeah. like blonde hair, blue eyed girl trying to make it in this rough world. And it's Well, like, given Joe's ex who is who we think was dead candace candace who moved to italy um she returns in the final episode and she's alive she's a redhead so at least she's a little different she's a little more like punk hardly count that (laughs) oh i hated that scene when she's like walking in her boots and he's like hello it's supposed to be a bookend to the first episode i know okay but I, i just hate him like he's like Look at you in your boots. You want to be noticed, but you don't. <laughs> like, it's right just already. so cringe. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's true. <laughs> mm. So wait, who would you say was your favorite character and least favorite character? Um, <laughs> I guess it's a little mostly because it's she's played by 
Shay Mitchell, but I really liked Peach. Yeah. And there's so at this one point, Joe attacks her in this rage and thinks he killed her, and she, but she's alive. And she comes home from the hospital, and her friends are waiting on her hand and foot. And Joe comes in, and she says something along the lines of, "I I can't. I really just can't have male energy in my space right now." And I just died because it was just so funny i I don't know why so i feel like i think she's my favorite episode i mean episode my favorite character just purely because she is she could be a real person but i think it's also just seeing shay mitchell uh back in the day was in pretty little liars and she played a more innocent hometown girl but in this she's this really sassy rich kind of girl yeah yeah. What about you? For um, favorite character? My favorite character was Joe's coworker at the bookstore. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. He was amazing. He's just funny because he's always in What's the cook cookbook section. His name. I'm not sure. Do, 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 do. Currently Googling. Ethan! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I was doing an orchestra cue. Okay, I we ready? Were just gonna go. Okay. Ethan! That's his name. <laughs> and his girlfriend's name is Blythe. Mm-hmm. And they were my favorite characters. Mm. I wanted a spin off about them. They were funny. Yeah, and they were cool. funny. But do you think they're supposed to be almost foil characters to Joe and Beck? Almost saying. Here's the relationship where the girl is just completely idolized versus this other relationship where, yes, obviously Ethan was instantly attracted to Blythe, but they seem to really just, I don't know, just they don't even show that much of their relationship. They're just little blips, I guess, but they seem more meshed because, I don't know, it's because Ethan's not a psychopath. Yeah, I think it was just kind of like, oh, here's this Beck joe peach really complicated situation and beck's whole life is just really complicated because she makes it complicated and everyone kind of just becoming so overwhelmed with their own issues and then you have this kind of beaming ray of light Mm -hmm. of blythe and ethan and it's just like we randomly met we clicked it's working out there's no secrets it's fine yeah like how simple everything can be when you're not a psycho really changing the subject a bit but as someone along with the rest of america who enjoys a great true crime Mm -hmm. story so i you know i've listened to a lot of podcasts i watch a lot of (laughs) any documentary about true crime and law and order sbu like things like that so when joe it it, when we're leaning up to peach's murder Mm -hmm. which is ruled a suicide uh-huh. so at one point he gets into a car accident so he's all like he's all busted up and probably concussed really concussion, yeah. yeah and he's hallucinating about who we thought was the candace who we thought was his ex-girlfriend we thought was dead blah 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 so at one point he really needs to pee and he pees in this jar okay and then puts it on the shelf and he goes oh double back for that later and then obviously do- never does and they f- i guess they find it and then there's this private investigator no i don't think they find you don't, no, but they said they found a specimen and they were running it for DNA. You don't think it was Mm-mm. the pee? Mm-mm. Hmm. Okay, because I was wondering 
if you can even get DNA. Oh, it doesn't make sense. Because can you get DNA from urine? I don't know. I feel like you can't unless it gets part of your, uh, how much skin comes off of you when you pee. Something I can Google later. But <laughs> I was just wondering, maybe that's how he'll get away with it. I mean, there were other there were other possible drips of blood. He had an open wound on his forehead. How was there yeah. not blood anywhere? I mean, th- that whole thing is just like. I mean, I don't. I've seen all of the like famous true crime documentary shit, mm-hmm. but I don't like like true crime that much. Yeah, I'm obsessed. Yeah, so like, but even just like as a novice, like, yeah. you have to completely suspend belief when I you're know. watching this show. I, so that's what. It's so idiotic. It's absolutely insane the how many turns the plot has so this is such this is such a far reach but what i started to do in my head to sort of what's the word just just to i guess suspend my disbelief so for all of you that have watched taken which is a controversial thing to bring up now with the holy and thing. I'm sorry. But in the movie, I'm like, how does he get all of these IDs? How does he know how to get this, this, and this? And he just makes his way through Europe to find his daughter, right? And the one thing my father said to me was, that's just his skill set. You don't need to ask why, because he'll just get it done. That, so you just don't pay that much attention. So I'm wondering, is it supposed to be... He gets away with these murders and we don't see him. I mean, we don't see him cleaning up things and stuff, but he just knows what to do. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because he's gotten away with it. I mean, I just kept the whole time. I just kept thinking like when he's dragging um, Benji's body out and stuff like that. Yeah. um, Also, doesn't it smell when you burn a body? Yeah, I don't know. And even Bex, like in New York City, there's cameras fucking everywhere that's true like like not even outside your house but just like outside the bodega next door Mm. on the you know street lab outside yeah there's security cameras yeah just like so many that you don't even realize like this show is just like there's no way anyone would have gotten away with that yeah so i just feel like it's better being like like he did and that's the plot of the show yeah i mean i I guess i guess i guess you also i don't know why but also knowing that this show was originally a Lifetime show yeah. kind of helps me cope a little bit. Yeah, because you're I don't like, know. oh, this was Lifetime. Yeah, like, like n- no offense to Lifetime. It's just that's the product that they put out, I guess. Yeah. So I wonder if when it's Netflix for next season, it's going to be like tighter at all. I wonder, will they bring on new people to write the script? And also, so would you read the book? no oh i'm just curious <laughs> about it so i i do wonder you know this i always wonder about what's the difference and what's the similarities so i wonder if the book is any better or is it not i honestly because i think there's a sequel to it so will they follow the second book i have a lot of questions you that have I didn't a lot look more up. questions than i do i'm just like i'm I just more interested i know yeah <laughs> so also since joe joe is a very exaggerated version i think of people that do a lot of stalking in general you know when you just meet somebody and then you look at their instagram and you scroll through their pictures you don't even need to meet them yeah (laughs) that's true you just get the name so i mean do you have any good quote air quotes stalker stories do you do any Um, even if it's a celebrity i feel like that should count a little bit 
Yeah, I definitely like try to cyber stalk celebrities. My this is gonna sound so weird if you don't know me, but like <laughs> I'm like obsessed with what celebrities name their babies. That's like That's a great obsession. Oh really? Like <laughs> and okay, this is getting real this is getting real in the hole of of my soul here. Okay. So there are some celebrities who choose to remain quiet and don't want to release their baby's names in public because Mm -hmm. you know they have their own lives and they're real people yeah which from a personal standpoint I totally respect because I would be the same way and I actually am not very active on social media at all and Mm -hmm. I'm a pretty private person so I totally get that but as a you know interested (laughs) outside party yeah I'm like tell me your baby's (laughs) name so I've like I'm trying to think of a few people that I don't know their babies' names. Alexis Bledel and... Amanda Seyfried. Oh. Don't know oh. her baby's name. Alexis Bledel, we don't know her baby's name? I thought we I don't. I don't know. Oh, I think hers is public. Oh. I'm talking about people that, like, I've, like, looked for, and they, oh, they're like, well, we're gotcha. not telling you our kid's name. Okay. And they don't even post pictures and stuff No, like absolutely that. not. So, like, Amanda Seyfried's, like, a really big one that I'm like, what did you name your child? <laughs> <laughs> Also, I watched Mamma Mia last night, so. Oh, I love that. Movie. Now I'm especially like, Amanda, just tell me. <laughs> um, there's another one that I really want to know that I'm totally blanking on. But yeah, I'll go to Reddit. Like, I'll try to go to Reddit threads. I'll try to just Google like, blah, 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 baby name, blah, blah, blah. Baby, like, and I feel like whoever works at Google and like stalks my Google searches <laughs> is like this motherfucking freak over here um oh oh it's uh user id one eight six five three she's at it again guys <laughs> she must have just watched something with amanda seifert <laughs> somebody check into her netflix account all right thanks um but that's something that i try to stalk albeit like unsuccessfully mm-hmm. i'm also i wouldn't say i stalk people like a crazy amount okay um but i have like i really have and i have definitely like accidentally like pictures from like 30 weeks oh my gosh cringe oh i've oh 100 percent um i don't use instagram anymore and i haven't for a few years but when i did Mm -hmm. i constantly accidentally liked people's pictures and it's really embarrassing and i'm not even talking about like oh a crush you have like that's kind of a good thing if you accidentally like your crush's pictures because then it's like you know, it's kind of like the universe being like, we're going to push it out there. Yeah. No, I'm talking about like my sister-in-law's friends, older sisters, <laughs> babysitters. Very moved. Yeah. Just like, oh, this person moved to California last year and this is their new nanny and this is their nanny's wife and this is where they go to get their coffee. I'm going to stalk this coffee owner. Yeah. Like it's like my, I just get psycho with it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's even more embarrassing than just like, oh, I liked my crush. So I don't yeah. want to hear any of that bullshit. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty. That's quite the, the web. Yeah. Oh, that's I've definitely fun. liked people's from um, high school. Like, like they're mm-hmm. just like oh, really embarrassing stuff like that. Gotcha. What about you? Well, I know that me and you are the biggest stalkers. Oh, yeah. In our I feel group, we definitely way. are. We internet. If you <laughs> if you name drop an inch. <laughs> We will go crazy with it. And what's scarier is that we can most likely find the person based off of small factoids. If you gave me a first name, where you went to college. Mm-hmm. An mm- intersection. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so 
our friend Natalie had a dentist appointment and she texted us saying the dentist is cute. And I mean, sorry, eye doctor. Eye doctor is cute. I don't know why I was thinking dentist too. I don't know why too. I don't know. Well, it was an eye doctor. We're just looking at each other's teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So, so she said he was cute. We asked what the name was. Obviously, she's trying to get into her appointment. Her eyes are getting dilated. Yeah. He's doing the examination. Also, I just want to be clear. Natalie literally wrote, my doctor is cute. There was oh. no other information. Like, <laughs> all we saw was that he's cute. She yeah. didn't say, like, she did not say his name. Didn't give us a description. Like, didn't no say color. about how old he yeah, is. Didn't nothing. Say age. So, I just... I tried to remember what the cross streets were that she told me. So I was like, I'm pretty sure it was this and this. And I Googled it, the intersection. And then I also put dentist. And there may be eye doctor. And then I didn't, when I looked at the address, there were maybe three or four other eye doctors. Because this is a city. Yeah. So a cross street means pretty much nothing. Yeah. And then I did this quick search to try to figure out who it could be based off of the list of doctor's offices and then I just got like Dr. Blank and I googled him saw and you know you can (laughs) look at our practice and it lists all the doctors that are in the office and I picked the cutest one and I said this must be him because no one else compares and this took Madison about 90 seconds yeah it was really like (laughs) she just shoots us a picture in a group chat is this him And it was so funny. And after about 10 minutes of Natalie's eyes being dilated, she's like, yeah, that's him. (laughs) It was pretty impressive. Yeah. The funniest thing is I was telling Matt about this after it happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, Madison found it. Like, isn't that funny? Blah, blah, blah. And Matt goes, wait, I feel like I might know who it is. Like, I had a pretty attractive optometrist (laughs) before. And I showed him the picture, and he goes, oh, that's not him. Oh, a competition. It was really cute. I was cracking up. I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) That'd be so crazy if they went to the same person. Yeah, but, you know, Mm. couldn't be. We couldn't have gone there. That would have just been too much of a coincidence. Yeah, but so I feel like my stalker skills are maybe even better than Joe because some, I don't even find their Instagram first sometimes. Yeah. I it, will use other information to find, and then I find their Instagram to learn more. It took Joe months. Yeah. It took you like 90 seconds. He's got nothing on me. What can he, I say? Yeah. I would, yeah. I'm, so, a better, I'm a better Joe. You know, we started out talking about how you need to be careful on social media. Yeah. And we ended saying that even if you're not on social media, we will find your mm. optometrist. Well, that's different because I feel like an optometrist is more of a, quote, public figure, you know, because they have their full name out there. But we all have our full names out there. I guess. LinkedIn, just like Facebook. Hmm. That's why, you know, my whole thing is when I'm in an Uber or a Lyft and you know this and a few people know this, I'm just a big fat liar. And I just when they ask me about what I do, where I'm from. I don't tell them any accurate information. I have three main storylines I follow just in case. You're like, oh, I have a party. Everyone's waiting for me. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, and then sometimes I say, oh yeah, just leaving my friend's place. But I was leaving from my place, but I don't want them to know it's my place. Mm-hmm. So just, 
you can never be too careful. Just being safe. <laughs> just watch the Ted Bundy tapes and you'll feel just as paranoid as I do. No, I think being paranoid is better than not being paranoid. Yeah. Like at like a healthy love real. You burn more paranoid. calories. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess lastly, is there anything that you've been watching, um, you know, besides you and besides the Ted Bundy that you would mm-hmm. recommend or that is like especially good or especially bad well especially good kind of related as we know you know it's obvious I have a a favorite genre so third season of true detective I didn't even know that came out oh yeah and and I don't know it's just first season was great second season don't even bother watching it third season I think is even better than the first season it's so good who's in it um, I know I'm not going to say his name right. Marhashala Ali. He was in Moonlight, Didn't House of it. Cards. Didn't see it. <laughs> You're not making this easy. Who else? He looks like Handsome Squidward. Do you know who Handsome Squidward is? No, I don't. Okay. Well, Mahershala. I'm sorry. Mahershala Ali. And I'm now Googling a picture of Handsome Squidward. This is Handsome Squidward. Oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> it's just the chiseled face. That's he's, hilarious. He has, he has some pretty that. angled. Oh, yeah. Is he dan- the dancing one? <laughs> That's really funny. Yes. Everyone Google Handsome Squidward. <laughs> and for you SpongeBob fans out there that already know what he looks like. You Google have. it again. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. What about you? Anything you watching? That's good. Thank you Barbara. for asking, Madison. Um, <laughs> I, were you doing the John Mulaney thing? Was like, oh, I can't wait for him to finish talking because oh, I can talk. I know what I want to talk about. I kind of was. Okay. Um, so Matt and I watched all of Russian Doll. Oh, you finished it? We watched nine episodes on Thursday oh, or on Wednesday God. and then the last two or three on Friday. How, oh, wow. wow. That like just Thursday. came out. I'm sorry I'm shouting. I'm loved sorry, it. Like we should what's do a whole of, podcast on that. What's the name of the actress? Natasha, Natasha Leone. I love her. It was so good. And if anyone listening disagrees, you can fight me because have you ever seen? You but I'm a cheerleader. No. Oh, you need to watch that cult classic movie. Um, she in it. LGBTQ plus friendly. You should watch it. Is she in it? Yes, she's in it. She stars in it. And it's a very young Natasha. Uh She's very young. But it's a really good movie. If you like her as an actress, I think you should watch it. I think it's one of of her first big projects. Wow. I will. hmm, Okay. Nice to know. Our friend Joshua also said that he started. I was talking about that. Yeah, because he told us that he was watching it. It was mm. really good. It's like the kind of show that I really like. So, because you said you was a very... It's not anything special in the whole stalker yeah. genre. So the whole Russian doll is sort of like a Groundhog Day, which yeah. is a sort of a tale as old as time yeah. type of genre per se. So would you say that this makes it's a twist on that? Yeah. In a better way? Yeah. Okay. It's All right. just Interesting. like, did you see the show about um, the Maya Rudolph Fred Armisen show forever? Is that what it's called? Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I haven't watched it. No. But it's the same kind of thing. It's not the same plot at all, but mm-hmm. it's I feel like I gravitate towards shows like that where it I feel like they're like funny main characters, but mm-hmm. it's definitely dark 
humor and it just makes you really really like you're laughing a little bit and then you kind of stop laughing and you're really sad and it makes you like think about like your life and everyone's life and just like do you know what I mean yeah but it's like really entertaining yeah (laughs) if you're gonna take anything away from this (laughs) just watch Russian Doll um well thank you for listening for to another episode thank you to people that have given us a five-star rating (laughs) i hope if you're a new listener you'll be also leaving a five-star rating um i also want to say thank you to my buddy craig ferrante who did the music for the show our little intro outro music and our album art is done by jess Wanakino. You can follow her art Instagram at Jess Apples. That's J-E-S-S-A-P-P-L-E-S. She did the album art and she was great and really worked with us. It's really, really, really awesome. Yeah. If you haven't like actually opened it and looked at our like little cover picture thing, you should. It's, <laughs> it's really, really good. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Bye. Bye.